In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you ready for two aging mid-level Hollywood celebrities who think a podcast is a good idea? And who asked the eternal question to fill the hole in their soul? Did we do it? Here they are, Cajun Kevin! This is going to, oh yeah. I'm sitting in a railway station, I'm getting on my destination. saying what you're saying so here i am as an angel did i put on the podcast beanie although maybe you're saying whole new podcast get rid of the beanie no no you want the no it's the fear that's the fear are we rolling it is this all gold we're always rolling now we're always rolling always record i guess we're starting this is episode one search for the truth i guess is really <laughs> wait what we're starting all next- the way on. <laughs> we have to start we did one I thought every this was time two. oh i know but i think that could be our bit you don't like that oh bit. no no i like it everything is episode one it's 51st dates the great adam sandler <laughs> no what was that movie there was a movie oh on who sliding doors well sliding doors or the andy samberg movie Palm Springs. Did Never stop. I did see Palm Springs. It kind of has a bit of that. Like we're, we're continuously, we know each other. Do we know each other? Wait a minute. Here we go again. Did we do this? I'm not quite sure. Which reality are we living in? There's Kyle. I'm Kevin. I've got the beanie on. I remember Palm Springs. I liked it until I didn't. Or I wanted more, but. I don't know. They set it up pretty good. I forget if I liked it that much. It was the, I, I liked it quite a bit. It was the anti-rom-com in that it explored a relationship in a very pretty honest way, but also had the caveat of the Groundhog Day experience, which sounds frightening to me. Would you want to live the same day over and over? Good Lord. Kaya Wanker. <laughs> I'm living in the same day. 
Kyle. This is Groundhog Day. breakfast is ready. Well, you know, Kevin, we're creatures of habit. We do the same things. We feel comfortable. I feel like you do live the same day every day. You get I what do. time do you, you go to bed? I You're do. always posting at like 4 a.m. What's happening? <laughs> are we going daylight? Why are you up at 4 a.m.? I haven't posted in a while. How do you feel about that? On Instagram, you haven't posted? Instagram. That's not true. You just posted the great uh, post about Elf. Which I think I need to post another one because Sunday, I got to do it. Dude, Sunday, I got to do that reading. What reading? With the cast. The Elf is... I oh, I saw that. Are you a part of that? So the reading... I was going to ask you if you saw that. Yeah. I saw a... Did you post something? Somebody posted something or I saw it on the internet that... It's a charity reading of the movie Elf on Sunday, of which you were a part Sunday. of a crucial part. But I no, didn't know what? if it was a. I didn't know if it was one of those like Josh Gad Zoom reunions, or if it was an actual. Re- you know how he does. I don't know if you've seen that. I'll tell that. you the whole story, Ken. All right, please. So uh, Andy Richter called me from, and he said, "Kyle, so Kyle, what are you doing?" No, he didn't call me. He texted me, and then of course I was. Andy Richter texted you, and said they're doing. The band's getting back together. They're doing a reading of the classic, Christmas classic. Now, you know, this is a special time of year for me. Not just because I'm cashing those big checks, but because I go into people's homes. Especially probably more this year with as, as the elf. But, uh, you know, there's, there's never been... Actually, I heard a story yesterday that Will Farrell apparently hated working on elf and working with John Favreau. Have you heard that? No. That he would never work with him again. Why? And it wasn't a pleasant experience. I didn't notice any of this. I'm just like, I'm oh, trying to remember my lines. It's good that you uh, brought that up because in our waiting room on Zoom, we've got Will Ferrell. And Favs. And Favs. We're going to figure this out <laughs> now. Bang. <laughs> that would be good if we could do that. Uh, but we do not have them in our waiting room. So... You know, it looked like a pretty arduous shoot in terms of, I told you I watched that documentary about the forced perspective and how those tech guys were literally burning the midnight oil trying to figure out how to do that. How do we get Will Ferrell on Bob Newhart's lap? I don't think it's that hard. You just, one guy's close and one guy's far away. And then, so he's bigger. This was a long time ago though. Maybe they hadn't quite... Figured out the technology. No, it's old technology. That was the genius. What year that. was that movie? Like the old Darby O'Gill and the Little People back before when they did special effects, uh, you know, in the reels. What, what and everybody was, knows CGI. What, what year is uh, Elf? 19, 2003. Oh, 2003. So it's a modern day you, classic. Where did you hear this that there was a conflict? You just read an article? Uh, Fake news? From. No, maybe this is a bad rumor. Is Will going to listen to our podcast or Favs? Oh, no. <laughs> We're safe. We can speak freely. Didn't David Cross ask you when he first saw you guys perform that he actually thought you were brothers? Isn't that true? Uh, I always thought that was hilarious. I I seem to remember Jack telling that story, maybe at Paul Kotick's 60th birthday, that like when you guys played a similar sized bar, Al's bar, because Paul's birthday, what bar was that that Paul's birthday was at? Downtown LA. 
What was that one? The wood it's cuff, a, the uh, wood it's carver. It's wood in it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah the, the wood, wood climber. <laughs> yeah, I just remember him saying that, like, either it was David Cross or Bob Odenkirk said, oh, are you guys, you guys are brothers? Well, Jack says in tribute, my yeah. brother Kyle. My so brother from Kyle. on, and that's the signature song. So that's. Right, now we know you're not brothers, but like in 1994, whenever that was, he perhaps was like, what? These guys are brothers? They look nothing alike. <laughs> We're the Everly Brothers. So Elf is happening on Sunday. Is it for? So you got a you got a text from Andy Richter getting the yeah, band back together. But we'll will will be there and Fabs uh, will be there. Well, I don't. I don't think Fabs. I don't know had why I call him Fabs. I don't know why I call him Fabs. We got to call him Fabs because we're Hollywood, him. we're Hollywood yeah, okay. dudes, and that's what we're doing. What's up, Fabs? Hey, I don't know. I don't think you can do it. You have to have Will, and I think you'd have to have. Ninety percent of the cast. Now Jimmy Khan, I don't know. He's eighty. Maybe he's not feeling like doing it. But he's oh. also like a health guy. Maybe so he's he's up for it. What was that story that Could we you get a doctor's on? report on? Uh... Hello, Kyle. This is a doctor. Yes, I'm uh, inquiring about James Khan's. Ah, yes, medicine. James Khan, my patient. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's. <laughs> James is doing great. He eats his vegetables. <laughs> the blood pressure is a bit high. Well, that's all good news. But you think he's up for doing a, a reading Sunday? Oh, yes. A reading from the comfort of his home, home on the Zoom. Mm. Of the Elf, my favorite movie. <laughs> I'm not sure. Were you on Hogan's Heroes? Where my doctor is from. like a fantasy is this really going to come off i've never done what you've done one of these how does it work everyone in the yeah. scenes on a zoom box and then you i did the shining for save the children um you were in the shining yeah i played jack jack and it was a lot of fun and it was fine i mean you know the the key is i printed everything out thinking it would be best to have the script but you don't need to do that put the script up on your screen and then it looks like you're just looking at the other actor, which often I was. I was familiar with the, the text, but when in doubt, I could just kind of follow along and read along. When I have to do that? But just put, get it. They're going to send it to you, and then you just put it up. They'll invite you into a Zoom. You're all in your little Brady Bunch boxes. And wherever you're looking, it looks like you're looking at the other actor. Like you don't, <laughs> it doesn't, because you're looking at the screen. No. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I mean, knows the difference. Tomorrow. Saturday, they have some sort of you know, rehearsal, which I think just means they want to see if you're hooked up. You're not going to fuck it up. Oh, yeah. So great. You'll have a rehearsal and they'll kind yeah. of go through it. We, had, we, we didn't even have a rehearsal. I had to kind of go yeah. right back in. Wendy, love of my life. <laughs> Damn, it almost sounds like you're doing an impression of Jack. Well, at first I was like, I'm going to do my own thing and I'm just going to do it my own way. But then I think it was... Everybody kind of wanted True. me to do. I started looking at the comments, the live comments while we were doing it. They're like, he's just like Jack. I was like, oh, I better lean into that. <laughs> so yeah. I, as, as the reading you went actually on. adjusted I, your performance yeah, during the based reading. Based on the fans' response, yes. Well, you it, was know what the, it was for the people. It was for charity. Yeah, it was for charity. It's yeah. for, yeah, the Georgia get out the vote or something. Oh, for the runoff, the Senate, the <clears> Senate runoff. For the, the runoff. Georgia. Hello. Oh, yeah. uh, now that's already happened for those of you listening to the <laughs> yeah we're, fi we're recording this in December of 2020 
time capsule. Yeah. Oh, wait. Let me just ago. pick you up one time. Hold on a second. Hey, what's up with the delivery thing? Why do they have to tell you? Just drop I know. Just leave place. it there. The guy, the guy, uh, he was they like, delivery. I'm like, okay. Is it like. Wait, you think I'm going to come to the door and greet you in the time of the pando? <laughs> just leave the package there. Yeah, I appreciate what's the it. Memo? What's the memo rolling around? Hello. Can you see me? I can't that, see you. Is that Mac? I can't see myself either. Is that Mac? Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to your dude, assistant. Dude, I got um, my lovely assistant. Yeah. Check Speaking it out. Of, my lovely assistant a, on Instagram. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, maybe that's the show we need to work on. My lovely assistant. What do you mean? What would be your role on that show? I yeah, could be Michael Green. Series. Kyle, it's Michael Green. <laughs> Michael? Your long, yes, your longtime what? agent. Is, is there an... Of many <laughs> years. Kyle, how long have you and I worked together? Hold I on. saw you in a play at the Actors Gang. Well, we've been... Gosh, how many years has it since? It's 80, been... 89, what? I think. Oh, my oh, 90, goodness. No, 99. 99, I think. 1999, Kyle. I don't know about you, but I haven't aged a bit. <laughs> Dolores, can <laughs> we Dolores. get we Stay get the this. sides over the car? Kyle, listen, we got a call. We got a call. Now stay with me here. They're doing a project. They're doing a project. They need somebody to play Santa Claus. What's that? Have you seen my beard? I've, I've seen your beard. I've seen you on the Instagram. <laughs> And Should they thought you would be perfect. Now you have to read. You got to sing for your supper. All right, I can, I'll read. I'm going to send the signs over. Now, Kyle, there is a yeah. caveat. Yeah. It's a nude Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> scene. Now, see, what Kevin was doing was making a proposal, and that's what we do in the world of improv. <laughs> Kevin and I come from a. Uh, a theatrical background of improvisation. We almost thought about naming the podcast Kyle and Kevin, Yes And. <laughs> you know, I've never taken an official improv class. Those are the thing in LA. We have, well, they used to be pre in the before times, but yeah, UCB, UCB Improv the, Olympic. Olympic, and these are. You know what is funny, Kyle? Neither have I. I have never taken an official class, but. Don't ever call me Kyle again, ever. What do you mean? Don't ever call me Kyle. You just call me Kyle. What should I call you? KG? <laughs> you never, ever call me Kyle or Cage or KG. You don't. And it's not. What do I call you? With good friends. You don't have to call us anything. Right. When it's your friend, you don't have to say that. Well, I no. see that on TV it's a lot, weird. too. Like, it's like not saying goodbye on the phone. It's just a trope. It's just some yeah. weird thing that people don't do. But in real life, you always say goodbye. And I was, on TV, you never say goodbye. I was watching This Is Us, the show, you know, the big show on NBC. Well, I noticed that everybody says each other's name all the time. Like Rebecca, Mandy Moore, calling uh, her husband, you know, the character Jack. Jack, every third word is Jack. It's You can see the writing. No, it's I mean, it's writing. a great show, but you can see the writing and you can see it while the actors are saying so it. Like, they don't say Jack every time. Stop saying Jack. And that's why our next guest from the Mumble Corps, we have the Duplass brothers. Both of them on here. <laughs> But in a way, I think that was a reaction of like, wait, people are not talking properly. I got the part on Alias and I auditioned 
the part was kind of underwritten. It was just a bunch of tech. And actually it was, it was described as a guy who was in his, I was 29 at the time, mid forties, overweight, balding with a ponytail and a Motley Crue. This was my part. So you got my part. And a Motley Crue t-shirt. Yeah. That was supposed to be me. I walked into the, yeah, I walked into the waiting room and there were a lot of dudes like you. I was like, I'm not getting this. So I went in real loose and JJ was sitting there with the producer, Sarah Kaplan. And he was like, Oh God, do whatever you want. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, it was great. Felicity. You know, I had, I was in like three episodes of Felicity. We kind of knew each other. So I, I just tried a bunch of different things improvised within the context of the script. I didn't kind of do, I didn't create a new reality. So I got the part and then that day, and it was kind of a smaller part in the show to begin with. So I don't think that, that, that JJ called the network. I didn't have to test. Testing is when you have to go through the studio you have to perform in front of the studio executives and the network executives, right? I didn't have to do any of that. I just got the part because I think they were so focused on Jennifer Garner's part and Victor Garber's part, like the larger parts in the show. They were like, oh, JJ's like, I found my guy. I want to hire him. They were like, fine. Well, you're like, a, you're a guy. You're a character. You're an established character actor at that yeah. point. And you know what? Also, they can fire you as well. Right. And, <laughs> and, and do when it's like, eh, I don't know. That guy's not working out. Yeah. So I went and met Jennifer Garner and we rehearsed. We get in there and we, and I, JJ's thing was like, look, whatever you do, you're going to establish this character for the next five years. So I tried a bunch of different things, tried the character super cocky, tried him like, you know, shy, this, that, the other. Finally, I said, look, let me just try something. And I start, and JJ kind of talks in these, these patterns where he he will he's so bright and i think he's thinking so many things at the same time he's constantly interrupting his own thought so i thought that's really great let me try so i just kind of started doing jj but i didn't tell him and he was like i love that that's great i love that (laughs) it's like looking into me jj yeah so i took it and ran with it and And he, after the first episode, he was like, look, you can improvise. Love what you're doing. You're bringing some great stuff to oh it. God. Don't tell any of the other actors. That is what we call a dream. Yeah. We're all situation. Marshall, go. Right. Thank you. That was, uh, everyone, hello. Hope everyone's planning on having an enjoyable All Hallows' Eve. Marshall. Sorry. Okay, this is pretty incredible. Business card. Something you might, you know, hand out. Like, for instance, hello, I'm a Reincon Network supervisor. How are you? In German, of course, because English you probably give you away. But the genius, the achievement, is this. Well, even Sony would be like, well, Marshall, this is pretty cool. What does it do? Now, what you do is you place the card on top of his computer monitor. Now, there's a tiny transmitter inside. This transmitter will override the CPU and make the network think that you are the sysadmin, uh, system administrator. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is the dream gig. When you go in there, and I have to say, it's kind of like the D where you go, wait, what if there was a job where I could just be completely my schlumpy self? Yeah. Play guitar and rock out and be stupid. They go, oh, yeah, you did. But that's like why it just brings you apart your best Kevin you know, what makes Kevin funny and then write what you know, or be what you know, yeah. you know, or you just, yeah, total wheel. Lean into As the we strength. say wheelhouse. Oh my God. That's so great. Mm-hmm. 
most people, when you're watching TV, everybody's kind of talking in complete sentences, Jack. It's like, <clears> nobody <throat> talks like that. Like, we're interrupting <laughs> each other. We're laughing. We're like, can we just make, can we be real people on TV? But that's kind of what I was trying to do. Right. If that's what you're, because we would say that a Sorkin stylized or a, a Mamitian, David Mamet stylized dialogue. We're True. And, and, that, and then you have to honor, I, I'm not saying don't honor the writer great writer like Sorkin or, or Mamet. Yes. Everybody needs to be in the same play or TV show or movie. And you know what? The other actors did not improvise on alias and they sounded real and great. I think it just kind of lent itself to my character who was, well, I think, you know what? Less. I think that's true. And it's, it's not fair, but uh, some actors, I think it works. Yeah. Uh, to give them that freedom to do that. <laughs> and then other actors, it doesn't, I, I remember hearing a story about um, um, what's the uh, how I learned to drop Lawrence the Olivier? bomb. No, no. Uh, Doctor Strange, my boy. Oh, Doctor Strange left, and Peter Sellers, and the, yeah, Peter Sellers, and he was, you know, he was allowed to improv, of course, but then Kubrick was obsessed with it, and he would set up like nine cameras to not make sure you don't lose anything of the magic that oh, wow. he's coming, and uh, he let him. Yeah, let them really go. Or it could it could backfire a little bit if people are just waiting for you to improv. It's like, hey, I'm okay if you write good stuff too. I don't need you. I, I would rather oh, get yeah. some great writing and we'll go from there. And that kind of oh, happened yeah. on Alias. Well, the writers adjusted was, to what I was doing. You know what I mean? The they reality, saw what I was doing and then they... It's a team sport. You got to check your ego. It's like, who's got the best line? Yeah. And it doesn't matter where it comes from. California. great you know one day part where i played the the hobbit lover it's kind of become this meme and iconic scene have you been to conventions have you signed uh i've been invited i did not go but yes it's become kind of a iconic character in the world of kevin smith and he would just yell things from I was being sardonic. I hope you haven't gone to a convention. No, but he would yell, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to it. Listen, I'm taking <laughs> whatever. I mean, come on. Anything we're, for that jingle we're, jangle. Yes. We're, right. be, we're, open that we're solid people. So what are the limits of selling out, Kevin? But I was going to say, Kevin Smith would yell things from behind the camera. Say this, say this, say this. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. That's ratings. Well, but, not, he wouldn't say how to say it. He would just kind of throw Oh, just, yeah, give you some lines. He was written, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought that was cool too. And I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm like, cool. All right. I'll do another one. No, we're, yeah. Our job is to deliver. But if we're in like, yeah, we're improv and, and crushing it and use that. Anything goes, I'm saying whatever gets you there. Yeah, And improv is really just about, you know, it's kind of like improvising with scripted dialogue is really just about making the scene more realistic as opposed to, you know, what you were referencing in improv, improv class, which is like, right, we're going to try well, to make you laugh. It's like, well, okay, if it's funny, it's just based on like committing to the scene well, as listen, opposed to- The truth uh, is funny. So right. if it doesn't seem true, then there's a chance it might not be funny. I'm not going to lie though. I do some, I used to like really sit with the script, you know, once I kind of got that that freedom and I did it like recently with the runaways and I, I would kind of look at, I would kind of write some things, options for the day. You know what I mean? Oh, I would yeah. write, I, as opposed to just like, oh, yeah. it seems like improv, but it's like, 
What? I just thought of it, but I didn't Scripted improv. I secretly uh, wrote it. Yeah. Alternate. <laughs> I mean, uh, alternate. Thing. I would call you or my buddy Evan Arnold. I'm like, what do you think of this? And uh, just kind of, I would kind of rehearse. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the uh, Seinfeld. Is this anything? Is this anything? Right. That documentary about the comedy store, when Chris Rock and Steve Martin opened the 2020 uh, Academy Awards, Chris Rock convinced Steve Martin to go to the comedy store, get up on stage with the papers in hand and just run the material mm. in front of an audience to see what works. Yeah, yeah. And like the crowd yeah. was freaking out. Steve Martin hadn't been at the comedy store since like 1979. And then the guy comes out with the paper and he looks at it. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, you guys, you did not pay enough for this. We've got Chris Rock and Steve Martin coming out on stage right now. And they came out and stood there and worked on the material. And I appreciate that. And then they killed at the Oscars, hmm. you know, because they kind of, they had to run it through some buddies. Steve Martin funny. <laughs> oh, here Play we go. The can of worms. Kyle is really the great equalizer. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's equal. I, I think I'm just a really, I'm a harsh critic on myself. Yeah. So I feel like I'm allowed. That's the whole bad. I think I'm known as a, yeah, as a tough critic. Well, the crown. You love the crown. I do love the crown. Yeah, it is. It's Josh O'Connor, your favorite, I think. The, uh, Which the one? Plays, uh, Charles? Charles, yes. Do a little Charles for him. Yeah, do a Charles. Come here, I don't understand. She doesn't seem to know anything about anything. I just don't. And the hand's always in the pocket. My hand's in the hands pockets. Are, Come here. Yeah. Camilla. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. I like how you say Camilla. Camilla. Well, that's yeah. one of my one I say Di- Wait, about Diana? Diana no. is a child. <laughs> She's a child, Camilla. A child. <sighs> I mean, it's historical fiction. And it's, it's mostly made up. But it's made up in a way that we would want it. We were hoping it would be that way. And I think it's a great example of don't study history from uh, television production. My favorite episode, though, we were discussing was was the one where the with the guy from he's from the small town. He broke into. <laughs> he represented the working class. He did. I think that the Queen needs to speak to me. I'm going to climb over Buckingham Palace. Thatcherism. I'll show him. Hey, climb up this pipe. They roam around. He's a wine. And why was it only a $6 bottle of wine? Because that's what he was, that's what he was accused of, because trespassing is not a crime, Kyle. They I'm drink the port just like we do. I like how he, like, he, he basically called out the queen for her shabby uh, wall. He said, hey, walls need a little painting. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? Well, that is pretty legendary, just about. And you're going to... Everything gets old. And Buckingham Palace, how old is Buckingham? Can we up, Johnny? Colors are the thing that make the world better. I've been seeing things in black and white. If we work together, we can live forever. If we do it right tonight. 
listen to me, Kyle. I'm going to have your name posted and plastered up and down Broadway. I got to work I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yes, I got to bring that back Yankee Doodle Dandy do or die. Kevin and I had a project, a property, if you will. That's what we refer to him around town. And we were pitching here and there. We had a great idea because... Well, Kevin one time did a play, and he actually channeled James Cagney. What was the play was that, Kevin? South Coast Rep, I believe it was. No, it was at La Mirada Theater of Performing Arts, Equity Same House. Thing. Um, Same thing. It was The Great Lost in Yonkers by Neil Simon, <laughs> directed by Jeffrey Maynard. Is it? Is it? It won the Pulitzer Prize, sir. All right, so well, How many great. Pulitzers have you won? I know you've won a Grammy, oh but my it's no... God. Pulitzer. Is it Pulitzer or Pulitzer? I'm going to say Pulitzer. Pulitzer. But Pulitzer. It, uh, it sounds it's like a great it. play. I played Uncle Louie. Here's a funny story about that. I think I was like 39, 38, and uh, I was like, uh, Kevin Spacey, great actor, but sounds like a horrible human being. Um, <laughs> he originated the role on Broadway, and when I saw it, I said to, to, uh, to Jeff, I said, uh, I'll do this, but I think I'm pretty young for this. I mean, he's like, well, actually, Kevin Spacey was 37 when he did it. So you're, you're you get to that point in your career where you think you're too young for every part. But it oh, turns out, of course, you're not. No, I just want, I just want to, I want. This is what I want, Kevin, and you don't get. Is I want, and I told you so because I always had trouble with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and I know I'm a harsh critic, and I don't like anything or anybody. But give me, give me a little Kevin Spacey from. House of Cards. House of Cards. Oh, yeah. I think it's all, he's so good. He's so smug. He's like, uh, yeah, it's mm, a lot. You're saying mm. mumble, mumble mouth. No, it's, yeah. Well, then I got to, it's all snarky. I can't really, everything's, <laughs> I know everything. You think the director ever said, oh, like, Kevin, dial down, down, dial down the snark a little? I have never been on board with that guy. Yeah. As just, you know, I don't know. Actually, I did meet him one time, weirdly, at the comedy store with all Jack. Right. He was kind of in the shadows, and I remember he had a strange hat, uh, like cap on, and he was like my beanie, like my podcast beanie. Like, but he was kind of like I'm hiding in the shadows because I'm Kevin Spacey. Uh, he, he wanted probably, you to see him. What is it yeah. about the celebrity hat? I've done it before too. Like I'm wearing the hat, like no. right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember like at one of your shows at the D show, we I was in the VIP area. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying thank you for getting me the VIP tickets. And uh, next to me was a guy in a in like a like a newsboy page boy hat, tall guy. I'm like, you are in the page boy hat inside. Of course you are. It's John Hamm. It was at the wheel turn. Do you know what I mean? It was like, did the page boy hat? We still know it's you. I remember John at the, at the. You know, there's a few moments when you actually have like you're the. You're the thing. And after like a D show, you you just have all that. Wow. Right now I'm the guy. And right. John Hamm's just kind of a he's just kind of standing there. Yeah. He's a fan. Normally. He's a fan of yours. As yeah. as he it's should like, be. whoa, that's really that's uh, but uh John and I played poker together in a charity poker tournament. Not a big deal. So we knew he, each other. We talked poker. We talked cards. <laughs> Kyle, it's not a I big remember, deal. I, I remember Mac, my lovely assistant, Mackenzie yes. Paulson. Sure. I had a thing with him. Just, what? I think it was a convo. No, I think oh. it was just a convo that night. And then I think that she's might have blown her off. <laughs> no. He lives in my neighborhood. I see him. I see him riding around on a little uh, scooter. We wave. We wave. Yeah, because you play poker together. We play poker, but now I'm not sure if he recognizes me because of my mask. <laughs> I got the mask on. I think okay. this is an important time to really 
let the fans in on what it's like to be at our level of fame in the Hollywood yeah. hierarchy. I mean, we're, we're solidly in like the below or upper middle, I think. Well, you're in the IMDb Pro. We can check our... You have IMDb Pro. I do, but I've been falling lately, I think, because... Well, who, yeah, but you're probably ahead of me. I know, but because, you know, it's like nothing's <laughs> on right now. It's the Pando. Yeah. None of my shows. But maybe Elf and... and do they oh. count in like... Let's uh, take a look. Let's take a look. Uh, Let's take a look. I'm looking up Kyle Gass, known for Tenacious D, yeah. Pick of Destiny, Love Elf, that. Tenacious D, The Box Set, 1997-2000, The Cable Guy. I forgot you were in The Cable Guy. Hmm. Oh, no. A, oh, yeah. You're the guy sitting in the chair. Well, read, I read the book. I cracked the Dude, book. Dude, you might be up. more than me. You're at, because of Elf. You're at 6849 right now, star meter. What was your high? Let's take a look at what your highest was. Your all-time highest in 2006, you cracked 500. Oh my god! I think that was because of the what? movie. Well, duh. Oh my god! I cracked 500. You cracked 500. What was now your high? What was well, your we're gonna look. So you're at six eight four nine right now, which is respectable. Now yeah, what? Now that is in. Now we're taking. By the way, my agent says it's all bullshit. So. But maybe he's just doing that to make me feel better. But he said he it doesn't. Just, he there's no real algorithm. It doesn't make uh, sense. Ma- an agent wouldn't say something to his client just to make him. Better. <laughs> it's it's either they went another way, they loved you, and they went another way, <laughs> or uh, we haven't heard back yet. <laughs> so Kevin oh, Wiseman, yeah. known for Alias, 2001 yes. to 2006, yes. Runaways, 2017. Yes. To, these are I don't. It's arbitrary what I'm known for according to this. Uh, 2017 to 19, Clerks two, which we discussed. 2006, Scorpion, which was I was on for Clerks two. You were in the second go round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't in the first movie in 1993 wow. or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that- <laughs> no, 2006, and Hello Ladies, which was a very brief yeah. show on a Stephen Merchant show on HBO. So those are my known fours according to. Uh, According to IMDb Pro, oh god, you got me. I'm seven two two one, dude. But that's great. We're like that's the same though. Yeah, we're close. That's close. Like even my really. highest two thousand and five. It, <sighs> it must have been around an alias you know, time. Yeah, I, I was. was the, don't I was six six twenty two, dude. I was six twenty two. What? It might have been what? around Clerks 2, maybe. 622. No, I do. That has to be the height of Alias. The height of Alias. It's got to be right. Oh, yeah. It was during the Alias, season five Alias. Yeah. The wedding. Oh, yeah. The release of it. Did they ever have a wedding in Alias? Uh, well, I don't want to spoil the ending for anyone who's watching on Amazon Prime. <laughs> it's available on Amazon Prime. What years did it run? 2001 to 2006. <laughs> I think that's past the uh, expiration on of spoilers network like uh, ncis kind of sheen on a show in defense of the show it was shot on film jj kind of instituted this look a lot of long lens shots it it I, I rewatched a lot of the first season with my youngest recently it looks like it a stylish. film yeah from well, 1978, you know what I mean? It looked like yeah. uh, the conversation or the connection, you know, the, uh, right. the, the right. French connection. You know what I mean? Like there was something about that mm-hmm. era of television, X-Files, mm-hmm. Alias, even Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, something about film, the alchemy of, 
of light and film like is, is something I don't think you can ever replace. Maybe I have you like seen that. the documentary Shadows and Light? No, it's about oh film. My God. No, it's about uh, DPs. You're oh. gonna love it. Well, no. I'll tell you, they uh, they wanted to, and they probably should have fired me in uh, actually Cable Guy. Listen, my career is uh, is not the paragon of success. There's, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I always should have worked more. I think that I'm probably better than my my resume. That was pretty early. That was for me. I hadn't done too much uh, Cable Guy, and it was one day, and I just I was kind of overwhelmed. It was a huge, huge shoot, and it was, uh, and I felt like the world was just sort of coming in on me on this one little scene, and yeah, I had to pretend that um, the pressure. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just had to act basically, and uh, Ben Stiller was uh, the director, and yeah, he, I mean, it was like okay, he knew there we have a problem on our hands. I mean, we have a guy that's kind of in over his head. What, what, why? What were you doing that was... I don't think I... Well, I think my... Whatever my action was, I think I had to... I was watching TV and then... Uh, yeah, yeah, you get the phone power, call, right? The power... Getting, I think the power goes out. Then I have to uh, crack a book and read it. It's the oh, most right. simplest acting. Yeah. No, I, you're only in that one sequence, right? You were only in right. that one I'm sequence. Only, listen, that's all yeah. I, yeah. Normally that's what I do. I come in for, for something really small. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just trying to and paint the picture. I had to pretend that the, the power was out and I just wasn't, and then I had to read the book. I was even having trouble reading the book. I wasn't, oh, no. but it was literally like, okay, these 250 people here were working. Just yeah. take, take, take five, I got to, work with a, a troubled actor right now. Oh no. So Ben yeah, came and, over? And, yeah, and Ben and, came over and he, and then I was like, oh my was god. He, he was already a D fan at that point, right? No, right. I think at that point he was like regretting casting. But he knew who you were from the band. No, no, yeah, no. I'm being cast off of, of being Tenacious D guy and Jackson right. as well in a sort of a smaller part. It was just before he kind of blew up a little bigger. So but, he came uh, over, do you remember what he said to you? <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I I'm think laughing. He was, I know it was traumatic I remember, at the time. Well, I remember it was a combination of, I could tell he was sort of peeved, but didn't want to be mad because he knew I might have been a little delicate. Yeah. So he was trying to be a little nurturing, which I don't yeah. think was a natural gear for Ben. Right. And he, But then he just wanted to get the shot. So he was just getting me there. And then at that point, I was like, I have a pretty good, like when things start going south, I sort of can focus up. It's like, yeah. When the cops pull you over, I can kind of pull it together. Right. I was like, oh, get shit, this is happening yes. in real time. Uh, I'm blowing this. This is a major picture. Yeah, yeah, and, oh my uh, God. I, I pulled it. It's I pulled like it an out-of-body like, experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was completely. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I did the best I could. And I think, you know, if you see it, it's, it's fine. It's, yeah. yeah, you, you know, you, got, you nailed it. I'm not it, winning any it, Oscar it, for Day Player, but... <laughs> I had a similar experience, but not so, not so, not anything like that. On, uh, I was asked to be in the Terminal, uh, Tom Hanks, starring film directed by Steven Spielberg. Terrible reviews. Well, my part ended up. I not don't think making. I ever saw it. Was it really bad? I mean, uh, it no, I like... think it was good. It was. I mean, maybe it's not. I don't think it's in the canon of Spielberg great films, but it, but it, you know, I they think built it's near the bottom, isn't it? A Terminal was almost like a punchline. Because yeah, it was Tom Hanks uh, in like a wacky accent, and then 
he was playing like an Eastern European guy who's living in the, he's in, stuck in the terminal. In the yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it sounded like also a concept like, oh, that's a crazy, we should make a movie out of it. Well, they built an entire mall, like an airport mall out in Lancaster. And they yeah. brought me out there and I'm playing this like um, sharky, snarky uh, uh, attorney named the snake who who like preys on people like Tom's character to help them get their visa in order if they pay them a certain amount of money. And I have this scene where I'm, Tom befriends a bunch of people that work at the airport, including Shy McBride and Diego Luna, like some great actors. And they're all sitting around a table. Diego's playing a janitor and Shy's like a TSA guy. And I'm like this attorney and I've got this hat on and these gold chains and the very first and Spielberg's super nice, big fan of Alias and like, hey, I've already worked with Jen Garner on Catch Me If You Can. I've got to get the rest of the cast on uh, one of my jobs now that I have you. I was like, oh my god, thank you, it's such an honor to, to meet you and, and work with you. And the very first shot is like a Spielberg camera swoop in, where the camera's on like a the best dolly the business has to offer plus an arm. So the camera is not only moving forward on a dolly that guys are pushing, you know, the, the, the unit itself, but the camera is also swooping in right on my face. So all of my dialogue is going to be a camera, a Spielberg classic. It's the first shot. I think he was thinking like, let's get him out of the, let's, let's get him into the fire right away. And like we did the rehearsal. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? That's the shot right now. Like you're swooping in on a camera on money. my face. I think it's referred to as the money shot. Yeah, dude. I was like, I can't believe we're starting with this. And uh, I, the first one, of course, I kind of like, you know, I, I was probably a little shy. And then I, and then I was like, you know what? This is it. You, you're, yeah. you're a professional actor. Let's go. Did my coverage pretty much first. Turned around on everybody else. I remember just thinking like, ah. Oh, I did. It was such a relief when I was done. I like to kind of rehearse it off camera first sometimes. It just depends. If I know it really yeah. well, let's do it. But I don't really care if I'm yeah. kind of first up or if I'm later. But in that regard, I kind of was happy it was done because I was ready. I was prepared. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was daunting, man. I'm like, it was an out-of-body oh, moment. No, like, we're like, panic, Wait, yeah. I'm in the Spielberg mo- movie and there's a camera going yeah. coming in at my face at like 10 miles an hour. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're working with, with, uh, with the biggie, you know. Everybody knows. If JJ would have gave me free reign, he would have been like, he probably would have been like stony musician gadget guy, you know. Which, by the way, would have totally worked. How hard was that dialogue, though? Come on. It was rough. I mean, the, the technical dialogue did, did you ever take improv me the hours. tech dialogue? No. They wanted it. To get it. They uh, sometimes wanted it. I would put it on my computer if I was like, I would do a little, I would paste it to the computer. If I'm like talking into the computer, explaining something to Sydney Bristow, I would sometimes do little cheat sheets of just the tech stuff, just in case I forgot like thermal nuclear ranger or something. So it's like, bah, 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 look at the thing, thermal nuclear ranger, bah, 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 and then I'm back to her. You know what I mean? Just certain words I would sometimes put up there that I could not for some reason just get into my head. Cause a lot of times we would get it like the night before. You know what I mean? Oh, and you gotta, yeah. you gotta learn it. It was a pan. My girlfriend at the time. I think I would have been fired for that one. Yeah, that but great. I, I, some one of the skills I possess is a uh, penchant for dialogue. For the penchant for for memorization, and that's the other thing. I try to memorize stuff without any real inflection or 
Well, you know choices. what's good. You know what's good for actors is just memorize all punctuation by rote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lines. All right, we did it. Thanks everybody for coming to. Did we do it? Did we do it? forget to like or subscribe <laughs> please like and subscribe please like and subscribe it will really help me Oh, wait, that's kickaboo. I was going to say, you're going kickaboo. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.